This is the VO Life Podcast. All about the ups and downs of being a voice actor in the real world. Casting sites, agents, marketing, using every resource to make sure we keep growing and reaching for more. We may not be superstars, but we're grinding our way up. From the occasional regional to the local 15 and everything in between, we are living the VO life. Join us weekly for recent happenings and interviews with the people who can help you on your walk through the VO life. Now, here's your host and fellow traveler, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 welcome back to the mid-month edition of the VO Life. It's episode 135. It is a snow day here in Middle Tennessee, about six inches on the ground. It is January the 16th of 2024, and they're talking about more uh, here in a couple of days. We're not equipped for this. It's supposed to be 50, not eight, and it's cold, and it's rough. What are we going to talk about today? You've covered so many things in 134 other episodes, so what could you possibly talk about? Booth, space, mics, cables, interfaces, monitors, headphones, demos, samples, websites, marketing, attitude, source connect, agents, what? Let's talk about the voiceover platforms. Let's talk about the pay-to-plays. And let's talk about the two that most people are most interested in, Voices.com and Voice123. Oh, Troy, what's the difference in the two? There is a difference. Um, The main one being, and let's just get into it. Let's just jump right in with both feet. The main one being how they track you, how they give you jobs, uh, auditions, rather. They don't give you jobs. You got to earn those. Auditions, how the auditions come, why the auditions come, what causes you to see them quicker. How does it all work? Let's pull back the curtain and talk about it. I'm probably not going to be a thousand percent accurate on all of this because uh, I've been on Voices.com. This is my third year, three and a half years, I guess you could say. Um, And Voice123, I really just got started on it uh, last year as far as doing it correctly and taking the course uh, from the uh, Voice123 Pros and getting everything set up properly and trying to make my way through that maze of understanding that algorithm and why you need favorites and why you don't audition for certain things and why, 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 which someone taught me early on, screw all that, audition for everything. If it's open, audition for it. I thought, well, what if they don't Click the like button. I keep going down and down and down. Yeah, but you might book it. What if you book it? It's a numbers game. What if? Well, then what happened was then I was not seeing the auditions quick enough to get in early. And if you're not in early, you're screwed, right? So let's just break it down. Let's let's flip into, let's just break it down and go ahead and start with voice one, two, three, since I went that way for some reason. Voice one, two, three. What is the... Um, what is the thing? All right. And remember, these are opinions due to what I have experienced on these platforms. This is not, this is not in stone. It could be different for you. It's different for other people. I have a couple of friends of mine who are killing it on there and I do okay on both. I don't do super fantastic and I'll get into why. 
And it has nothing to do with a Southern accent, which I, I love to blame it on that, but it's not. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could blame everything on that. All right, voice one, two, three. What are the keys to doing well? One, lots of good samples, properly labeled, proper keywords, um, tons of samples. Two, you got to be quick. Three, you're going to have to pay at least 888 to see things in a timely fashion. Four, you're better off if you pay 2200 if you can afford it. Um, five, you got to be quick. Did I say that? Yeah, I'm sure I did. You got to be quick. Uh, set up all your notifications. When you get an audition, go do it. Don't wait. Um, and even at the 888 level, you're going to get them later. So you absolutely you got to hurry. If you're number 22 out of 25, that's okay. Get it in, especially if you're a fit. That leads me to the next thing. Make sure you're a fit. I don't audition for techie things, um, cloud storage, uh, tech companies. My voice is not a fit for that. Um, some people would probably say, well, I bet you don't audition for medical either. Yeah, I do. Uh, I have booked several uh, medical disclaimers and and things like that because the it's sometimes it's somewhat flat announcery and I can do those pretty well you know this may cause diarrhea it may cause this it may cause that and they don't you know if I if I don't hit the bad words you know the the get and the set and a million and all that stuff as long as I don't hit those words improperly I can book those and I have on, on that platform um What's another red flag for me? Um, I can't think. Well, if it just flat out says no discernible accent, I, I can I can cover it up pretty good. I don't want to lose the authenticity when I do that, but I can make sure I don't say certain words a certain way and I can get away with it. But if it says absolutely positively must be Gen Am flat neutral, I'll usually skip it. So I've eliminated right there probably 50% of stuff because there's a lot of corporate techie stuff on there, uh, e-learning techie stuff. And, you know, the rest of it, I'm going to try it. And I'll surprise myself sometimes and get shortlisted on things. I, I, I thought, I can't believe I got shortlisted on that. And I've booked things where I go, I can't believe I booked that. It does happen. So, but be smart because... The more you audition and the less you're shortlisted, you're ranked on there. The buyers don't see it. Only you see it, but you're ranked uh, bottom 20%, uh, bottom 40%, bottom 50%, top 50%, top 40, top 20, top 10. Oh, to be in the top 10 because you see everything quickly, fast, boom, boom, boom. It's hitting your inbox when it hits everybody else's or pretty quick within the first hour or so. Um, even at the 888 level in your top 10, you probably won't see it till the second wave. Probably. It, it depends. But what I'm getting at is if you're not paying that upper tier, you're not likely to see it first unless you're top 10%. And that's a hard place to get to. If you get there, then you got to manipulate your auditions and be careful what you're doing because you have to get those favorites because this thing renews and refurbishes and recalculates all the time. And you'll go back down into the cellar. Um, it took me a while to get from bottom 20 to bottom 40 to bottom 50 
to top 50 to top 40 and I'm stuck in top 40. And it took me about four to six months to get to top 40 from bottom 20. Took a while. Now that it's there, I'm holding it. Sometimes I wonder why. You know, I'm I have I'm human. There's times I've gone several days without a short list, and then there's other days I'll get five in one day, and I think, oh, that ought to jump me up. It doesn't. They average it out over a week or something. And so, getting five in one day is not going to solve your problem and catapult you to the top, uh, or it hasn't for me. But I've had other people say one short list made them cha- you know, go up from the the 20% to the 10% or the 40 to the to the 20 or whatever. I've not had that luck, but I'm not your average voice actor for some reason. I, I can do lots of crazy things the incorrect way, and that's it's, it's the way it goes. Or I'll, I'll interpret it the wrong way. Let me put it that way. So you have all these things going on in, in, the, in here, these algorithms, these percentages, these levels, these this, this, this. And, and you think, oh my God, I can't even I can't even concentrate on this because of I can't even do my auditions. I got to worry about this. Where, and and the thing is, get in a pattern and stop worrying about it. Um, and the pattern should be once you've you've got your membership and whatever, your 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 goal should be to to move up in those percentages. So only do the auditions you're a fit for, the ones you really think you could get a thumbs up. Don't do the ones you are just totally not a match for because you're you are hurting yourself if you want to build up and this is the front game not the end game when you get when you get to that point you make and take some more risk because it may not hurt you to drop from 10 to 20 and then 20 back to 10 you may can play around back and forth from 10 to 20 20 to 10 that'd be great but I don't have that luxury yet and and I know a lot of my friends and even in my accountability group um one of those guys, he's very, very particular what he sends in, and he's doing okay that way. So I'm trying to follow what he's doing, and I think it's a smart move, I think. So that is the complexity of voice one, two, three. Does all of that stuff matter when a client just goes in there and they're listening to stuff? Nope, doesn't matter. I booked the first time I've ever booked this way on there, and I don't know if a lot of other people have or not. You probably, A lot of you probably do, or a lot of people that are, have been in there a while. But somebody just went to my, um, my profile, listened to samples, and they ordered, and they used the pricing stuff that we set up in there. And, it, man, it pays you really nicely when they do that. Um, a 30-second spot, was it 30? It may have been a 15 I can't remember. It's either 30 or 15 local TV. Um, and it, I mean, it paid me more than I would have quoted it just because of the way that thing is set up. And if they go in there and click the buttons and hit the order and they order from you, um, it's payday. So uh, that was great. I love that. Uh, it reminded me of the F word Fiverr. They just went in there and ordered it. And what a nice business model. What a better business model because Voice One Two Three didn't take out anything. I'll get into that discussion at the end of the month. But uh, that's a great thing if it works out. So you have that. Uh, even if you know you're auditioning and not booking, what if somebody runs across there and goes, "That's the perfect voice. That's what we want right there." And people do that. They do go on there and listen sometimes without posting a job. They have the job. They're thinking they might want to post it now. Nah, instead of listening to auditions, why can't I just pick a voice? And that's what they do. It happens. Um, so 
I, I guess in a in a big ball of wax, that's kind of how they work. Their algorithms different. What you think and what you see is not really what the clients are seeing. Um, you can go in there and search for some keywords and see if you pop up. Uh, I've done that, uh, just like people do on Fiverr all the time to see where their gig is tracking. You can do that incognito in your browser and just see where you pop up, put in some keywords that you think people might be searching and see if you're on the first page or second page or where are you. Um, Doesn't hurt. I will say this. I like this platform better because I feel like they are straight shooters. Um, It's transparent. They're not taking any more money. Yes, they're taking money up front. Yes, it's a weird algorithm. But you know what? I kind of feel like it's a little bit more of a level playing field than Voices.com. With that said, let's talk real quickly about Voices.com. Voices.com. I was determined. I was about done. Uh, I had booked a decent amount of work this past year on there, but there was so much crap and crud being put on there. And I said, hey, it's time for me to maybe just concentrate on one, two, three, direct business. I got a couple other things I like to look at. And I decided, I think I'm done. Well, as soon as I decided that, like the week of the renewal, they sent me a $200 off thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and renew it, but I'm not going to pay attention to it like I have this past year. I'll go in and look at it a couple times a day and, you know, I, I, and I'll keep my notifications on if I see something that I it, it's it absolutely says South, Southern, Southwest, Texas, Georgia, whatever. You know what I'm saying. If it's if it's in that wheelhouse, I want to hurry up and get it in. But otherwise, I got other things to do. And um, thus far, that's been okay. Uh, I'm still booking some stuff on there, and I'm not auditioning near as much. My shortlist percentages went way up because instead of auditioning for, you know, if the screen's got nine jobs on there, I would usually audition for all nine, but now I just go, nope, only those two. So that's helped being more picky and being more picky on both of them has helped. Um, What's the difference? I just think there's no transparency on there. I think that especially with their managed services jobs, you know, I see I see the same job on both platforms. Sometimes I have seen a variation in price. I don't know if the client did it or they did it. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it. And even though they've changed ownership and even though blah, 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 you know, they still have the TTS jobs. They're not very clear on some of those. Uh, Finally, one of those companies puts a contract up there and you could tell blatantly, we're going to use your voice wherever we want to use it. We're going to sell it. We're going to do whatever we want to do with it. And it says that in the contract and there were still 40, 50 auditions, you know, folks. and, And I'm not saying if you need the money, don't audition. I'm just saying you better know what you're auditioning for because if you get that job, you have sold yourself out and be very careful with that. Don't sell out. Um, you know, a $12,000 job is only going to carry you a short time, um, a fourth of the year. If that, you know, if somebody's trying to make 50 grand a year or they're going, I've, I've never made more than $800, you know, and this is 12000 and 
Yeah. And you don't know what they're looking for. I mean, they could pick the most normal down, you know, every day down the road, whatever voice. It really doesn't matter. But still, and you're thinking, well, I'm not booking anything anywhere else anyway. Does it matter if they use my voice everywhere? Maybe people will hear it and I'll get more business. Maybe people will hear it and they'll get the business off your AI voice, your TTS voice. And you won't get that. And they get it forever and ever. You don't have any rights left. Don't do that. Didn't we say that on uh, another VO podcast? Don't do that. Just just don't. Um, so let's get back to that. They, they do post several of those jobs. That bothers me sometimes. I mean, I know people got a right to post whatever. I get it. They have a right to make money. I get it. But I don't feel like they stand up for us at all. Uh, I don't feel it in the way they do things. And they say, well, we're doing all this th- stuff, these free courses and free training. And we do these podcasts for you. And we have all these things you can come to free, these seminars. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've been to a few of those and they're not they're not that great. I would rather pay and, and be in front of a casting agent or in front of a, a talent agent or being taught by someone that really, really knows what they're doing. What, what do you mean those people on there don't know? No, I'm not saying that. There's some good people on there that teach. But I would rather go do the one-on-one thing or be in a small group and, and not just sit with 90 other people watching somebody lecture. That It, it can be a help at times, but that's, that's not the value in that site. Um, yeah, and, and to say that, you know, my routine – uh, I get up every morning fairly early. Uh, I try to get in the booth early because a lot of this stuff comes in at night. I still, even at the 2200 level on Voice 123, see a lot of auditions come in between 7 p.m. and midnight versus it used to be 3 and 6 a.m. or whatever. But still, you're late to the game. And if they are really, really, really in my ballpark, I will run down here and record those real quickly. It only takes, you know, five or ten minutes if it's one or or whatever. You know, if I don't have to go into a deep, uh, I got to get into character thing because that happens with me. It, it it takes me sometimes as I'm reading it, a aha moment. And I'm going, oh no no no, that ain't the way to read this. This is this. They said it right here. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't catch that. And then I go back and do it again. Um, but all that to say this, you know, my routines have a lot to do with what I'm doing uh, in this up in the morning, trying to get things in by eight thirty, nine o'clock. I've wiped the board clean and now I'm ready to market. I'm ready to jump on social media. I'm ready to work on a website or do what I need to do. Um, you know, even right now, one of the things I got laying here is I got to look at the VO Atlanta schedule and I want to start highlighting um, things I don't want to miss and p- plotting and planning that out. That takes a little time. Um, and then, of course, we're with Snowmageddon here. I've got to go outside. I've got to make sure my horses have water. My dogs and cats are in the house all the time now. I've got to make sure the dogs are in and out. We're not used to that. I mean, we're used to the dogs being in the backyard. We're used to it being 40, 50 degrees in January, mostly. I mean, yes, Tennessee gets snow. We've always gotten some snow, but to get blasted like we got blasted, now they're saying there's more. <laughs> it's just not our thing. And we got a lot of, you know, lot going on, just a lot of stuff going on personally and, and with family, and we're trying to deal with all that. And and uh, as you do that and you're dealing with these pay-to-plays and the uh, platforms and whatever online casting sites, and you're about to pull your hair out. Um, but anyway, um, 
I want, I, I just don't have a heck of a lot else to say about Voices.com other than I just have a trust factor. I've heard so many things. I've seen things. I've watched things. Um, are they trying to get better? Maybe. I don't know. Nobody's coming out and speaking that is over the place. Uh, you used to hear from the Cicerellis. You know, whether you believe what they were saying or not, they, they at least came out and said something. And I don't even know who's in charge. You know, I, it's just... It's kind of quiet, and they run all these little videos and stuff on TikTok and wherever and got these two girls running around about life of a VO, and this is what a VO does, and blah, 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 and this is what we do at a VO casting place and whatever. I, I just don't get much from that. I'm looking for information. What are you doing to make changes? What are you doing to make things better? What are you doing to support your voice actors versus not? And I'm just not seeing and hearing that. So um, I'll probably have the attitude again as it runs out again, unless they really, really cut the price. Uh, I'm probably going to drop off. And the sad thing is I'm about to hit that 100 job mark. A lot of people um, may not ever get there anymore. I don't know. A lot of people may be way blown past it and they're like laughing going, you don't have 100 jobs yet. Um, But uh, I'm real close to that. And I'd like to hit that achievement and have that done. And there's there's other things I look at, you know, like the average uh, job price that you've done. Mine's gone up quite a bit in the last year. Um, it has everywhere. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you really have to look at your overall, your true overall uh, ROI how much time a day are you putting into it? Can you take that and, and put a price on it? And how much are you booking? And take a couple of months snapshot and see where you are. And I think that's the right way to do it. Somebody the other day told me they had done two or 300 auditions and had not booked a job. I would be to the point of, A, I'm either not timing up right, I'm not getting in early enough, because I, then I would be looking at how many of those 200 were listened to, only 100. Hmm. And how many shortlists did you get? Um, 13. Okay. 13 out of a hundred. That's probably 10% is pretty average. So I would look at those percentages and say, I'm doing something wrong on timing or something because my, my listened ratio to my shortlist is pretty good. I need to do less auditions. I need to do them on time and I need to make sure that they are in my wheelhouse and I'm getting those in as quickly as possible. I'm in the first 20 or 30 people. Um, Yeah, you got to look at all that. And if I had done, you know, a thousand auditions and booked 10 jobs, um, I would probably let it go. If I had done, you know, like this person said, I did 300, I haven't booked anything, I would be looking at two things. Um, Like I said, all those things about getting it in and blah, blah, blah. But I would also be looking at where where is my skill level at? Do I need uh, some instruction and coaching? Am I auditioning in something I don't need to be auditioning in? Should I be chasing a different genre? What should I be doing? And get that advice professionally. Uh, Work with a good coach that can let you know where you are and what you need and, and what you should be doing. Not just get the crap off those platforms. They suck. Not that kind of advice. More of 
you know, let's listen to four or five of your auditions or let's listen to some you got shortlisted on and then let me kind of see where you are and try to make a determination on where you need to go. Get help. Just get some outside help. Um, the complicated world of uh, online casting and pay, pay to plays, as we call them still, um, it's, it's going to continue. I think we're going to have another turbulent year with it. I think there's going to be a lot of people decide to get out of this business, I think. I don't know. I've seen videos about a mass exodus. I don't look for a mass exodus, um, but I do think there'll be a lot of people either change what they're doing or get out um, because you don't, you know, it's like anything. Uh, I don't, golfer, whatever. You don't want to be paying $40 a round and you're out there beating that thing for 140 strokes a round and it's not enjoyable and it's not fun and you don't love it. Uh, you just go because you want to go and everybody else is doing it and I need to try something, you know, and, and there comes a point where you change hobbies. Maybe you take up ping pong. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to, to put logic into it as to why I think there's going to be more people dropping out, you know, and I'm seeing um, and have seen for the past year more gear for sale, more, you know, I, I can just see in the groups to where people that were active, they're not active anymore. They were uh, always asking questions and they just kind of fell off and, and they're seeing realities of, and the bottom line of all of this is whether it's pay to plays, platforms, getting agents, direct marketing, trying to book jobs. It's not easy. This is a very competitive, deep, difficult, hard path. And as I've said over and over and over, whether it's, you know, back a f- few years ago, sure, you could jump on Upwork and Fiverr and pick up some side money. That's changing. Um, go listen on YouTube to a lot of the narrations, a lot of AI folks, a lot. And that was all 5 and $10 jobs on those platforms. That was where a lot of us cut our teeth, you know, three, four, five years ago that we could get all of that uh, YouTube work. And we learn to edit and we learn to read ahead and we learn to get smoother and we learn to make less mistakes. And we got really good at, at that kind of thing and it made us more efficient. And when we went to do the auditions and book the jobs, we had confidence because we had all this quote unquote crud work under our belt. And a lot of you guys don't get that opportunity that we got. And, and I hate that. I really do. But it is what it is. The industry, you know, the world changes. This industry is changing. Everything changes. So, you know, if you're going to stay in, you you better get educated. You better get good. You better get a lot of coaching and training. You better buckle your seatbelt, be ready to spend some money, spend more than you're going to make. It is what it is. It's different and it's changing every year. So um, I hope this was a little bit of insight. Those of you that are going, I don't know which one of the platforms I want to get on. I'd like to get on one of them. And I get this question all the time. Which one do you think I should get on? Well, I can't make that decision for you. Um, I can tell you what I've told you here of what I think of each one and and what you're going to have to do to get prepared to be on them. You can't just go in there and start auditioning. You have to have everything set up properly. A, 
you have to have lots of good samples, demos, et cetera, et cetera, be. And, and yeah, can you go on there with just four or five and start? Sure you can if you get all the right keywords in there, but you better keep adding to those as often as you can. You need a lot of samples on there to cover the broad spectrum so people can find you with all the keywords. Um, and, and then you've got to go on there and be pretty damn good because if you're not, you're going to sink to the bottom and the bottom 10%. You're never going to get out. You're not. You're going to be online complaining in the groups that you're not seeing auditions. You don't understand why. I just told you why. If you don't get those thumbs up on voice one, two, three, you will not. You will stay in the bottom. And if you audition for 100 things and you get two thumbs up, you're going to be You've dug a hole that you got to get out of now. You're in a, a 98% negative rate that you got to build back up to 40% positive just to get out of the hole. And that means, you know, four out of 10 auditions are getting a thumbs up. It's It can get deep. So do it right the first time and you won't have to go back and repair and dig out of the hole. Why am I telling you this? Because I did it, folks. I did it. I had the free... Um, uh, the free whatever, you know, where you could put your stuff up for free. And then I bought the $200 thing and I'd audition here and there. And then I wasn't doing anything. And then finally I go, if I'm going to do something with this, and this was like the end of my first year full time, if I'm going to use this platform, I need to learn to use it. And that's what I did. I spent that next year investing, learning, building samples, trying to get out of the hole and finally got somewhat out of the hole where now I see enough that it's worth my time. Could it be better? Amen. Yes, uh, because I have a close friend of mine who is killing it on there and staying in that top ten percent and uh, doing great. And and I'm hey I'm not I'm not one of those people who who has an axe to grind about that. I'm not. This is on me. It's not his fault. I'm glad he's doing great. Uh, it's my fault that I should have got educated sooner. So that's why I'm telling you this now. Get educated. Get, get good at it and work at it, and it, it'll it work out. It will work out. Pick and choose. Do both. Do whatever you can. Do what you got time for. If you're part-time, I recommend you pick one. I probably would recommend Voices.com first just because you can get in at a little lower entry point and still see quite a bit of things. You still got to load your profile correctly and whatever, whatever. Yes, I've talked bad about it somewhat. I'm just giving you the comparison on the two, but it's probably a better place to start. They usually run specials. They make me mad when they do that because it throws a bunch of people in there that really aren't ready to be in there. But if you're ready, if your coaches told you you're ready, you need to get out, you need to be auditioning, you need to do these things, it's not a bad place to start. Is it where you want to try to make all your money? Absolutely not. Direct marketing Get your SEO on your website. Drive people to your website. Try to get direct business. That is where you do the best. Repeat clients, people that come back month after month or several times a year. That is where you make your steady money. It's also where you make your steady money in the non-glamorous world of corporate narrations, e-learnings, explainers, things that are going on with companies. And then when you hit that commercial thing here and there, it's great. It feels great. It's something other people hear. But just be ready if you're new. A lot of the stuff you're going to do ain't going to be heard by anybody. But if it pays the bills, who cares? You're doing what you enjoy. Take your pick. Choose your medicine. Pick the one you like. 
you know, don't go totally by what I'm saying. Get some opinions from other people. See what, uh, see how they started, how it worked for them, and get after it. The bottom line is you're going to have to hustle. It's hard. It's frustrating, but you're going to have to really, really hustle. Once again, thanks for joining me for the mid-January update to the VO Life. I'm Troy Holden. We'll see you at the end of the month. This has been the VO Life with Troy Holden. If you'd like to consult with Troy one-on-one, visit his website and schedule time at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Join the VO Live Facebook page and interact with other new voice talent. Join the VO Workouts or the Midweek Meetup on the VO Live page events. And be sure and leave a review on Apple and let us know what you'd like us to cover on the podcast. You can also get all of the episodes on Troy's YouTube page. Just search for Troy Holden Voices. That boy is everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. Next thing you know, he'll have a streaming TV show. God forbid. And I will. <laughs>